0: Episode 409 of the Cap Podcast, uh the tef- tenth episode of the season so far. Uh I'm here with Taylor McLeod. Uh Taylor, how you doing today? You got it first of all, you got a new background. It's 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 giving money, like straight up money bags, like cabbage, it's, lettuce, cheese.
1: It's no no money bag, no money bags over here. You I know? did I am I am in a new apartment right around the corner from my old apartment. Um but it's yeah, it's basically the same exact setup just around the corner. And as far as how I'm doing, I can't see. I just got my eyes dilated and new prescription and all that, so I can't see. But here, battling through, got the sunglasses on, do- doing what I, I can really do. Really fucking cool. Dang, I'm, I'm kind of jealous, that. honestly. Like, no, I wish I could be action, as cool as you right now. We got the Action Bronson Drio hat <laughs> <Brody>. on, <laughs> you know, it,
0: uh, sunlight, but. So so what I'm hearing is that I can't refer to you as Bag Tay. No. Okay. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay. Just, 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 just asking because, you know, if, if that's what you, you know, we, 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 like to, we like to make accommodations around here. You feel me?
1: Yeah. I mean, hey, hopefully I can get to a point where that's an appropriate nickname at some point, but today is not that day. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, all right. So before we get into anything, I do want to draw your attention to the fact that Savage Mode by 21 Savage and Metro Boomin is seven years old today. Um, is it too early for me to call
1: it a classic? No, I think this is a, I think, I think, I I don't know if there's any specific year, like amount of time. It's not like, you know, the Hall of Fame where you have to be out for five years before you can get in. But I do think that there is a level of, there is an amount of, it has to be around for a while and it has to hold up over over a, a period of time to be considered that to be considered a classic and that album is like the perfect example of a modern classic and i you know instant classic doesn't exist classic off first listen doesn't exist it's just not a thing i'm you know i'm i'm sure that certain albums when they came out they were you know certified classics close to right away but you you have to give it some time to breathe and some time to live and especially now where i mean even seven years ago even the 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 scene was so different seven years ago. So I think albums from that time period might be kind of part of the last batch of albums that are real classics. Yeah. I mean, hmm. we still get that, but it's not the same. What that, what that,
0: what you said to me makes me think about from 2020 till now, how many albums have a case for being because it's I think it's too early if we're talking from 2020 to now, um, to talk about their certified classics. But how many albums have we listened to that actually have a case for being classic?
1: And I mean, in my opinion, like very few. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um I think the one the one that stands out to me in that category, and I don't know if it will get the universal i think there's a case for like something like call me if you get lost which isn't the one i'm talking about Mm -hmm. i think because you can you can tell but to me like ramona park broke my heart is the only album that i'm like even thinking about as a classic from from 2020 until now like and i there isn't even like a part of me that's like oh i might be leaving something out you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. there's projects that i've really loved there's projects that but yeah, Ramona Park Broke My Heart is really the only one. And then you can have personal classics, which I think that's a valid argument, too. But in terms of, like, classic hip-hop album, that's the only one that comes to mind. Yeah. I mean, on
0: my end, I'm also thinking about Eternal Take. Um, also, when you add in Lil Uzi Vert versus The World too, just because of, like, how big of a moment it was and how it really carried the year. Yeah. Um, it might, I might be, and if Drake, whatever Drake drops in whatever, a month or two. Um ends up being trashed. I'm going to completely abandon this point, but her loss might be up there. Um, I'm also thinking about Savage Mode 2. Uh, I'm also thinking about maybe Heroes and Villains, just because, like, in, in short, basically what I'm saying is uh, if an album has a full atmosphere around it, then it can enter that conversation. Absolutely. Um, but there are some albums where... It was good for the time, but right now, like the baby, the cycle, I'm not going back to listen to the baby. The cycle is just so
1: quick. Yeah. The cycle is so quick now, yeah. where you even with super impactful albums like like Heroes and Villains, where it's like it does have that atmosphere and it feels exactly like Metro wanted it to sound, and it has, you know, everyone involved feels like they're in the right spot or whatever. It's just and he he. Dropping in December is always tough because people are focused on a whole lot of other things that are like, whether it's the holidays, the new year, like stuff like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, it, it's definitely tough sledding for the classic conversation right now because stuff is even even great stuff is here one week and gone the next.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. Like the well, I I haven't gone back to the Metro version of um business is business as much as I thought I would. And I think right. that's a perfect example of that. Um, but that being said, moving on, this is the Cat Podcast, episode 409. I am your host, Nate Sperlin. That is Taylor McLeod doing what is his version of a flu game. Um, thank you, Michael uh, McLeod or Taylor Jordan, whichever one you want to choose. Uh, Moneybag Tay is still up there if you want it. I'll just say uh, it's your weekly tour through hip hop. Thank you for watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Can't say Stitcher anymore. Rest in peace, Stitcher. Um, at some point this month, it's done. Um, but anyway, do us a favor. Hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Old Milk Media. And check out all the Old Milk content on oldmilk.co. We're going to get right into it. We're going to get into our power rankings. Taylor, what are your power rankings over the past two weeks?
1: So uh, number one, we have Blue Chip 7,000 by Action Bronson. I've been revisiting that a lot. Number two, uh, Great Escape, Larry June, Alchemist, and number three, just for the you know for the sake of sticking to my word, we're putting Business is Business Metro's version at number three. I like that you specify that it's the
0: Metro's version because you know if you're a Metro, yeah. don't trust you. Oh, and also like I I want some more.
1: You Man, want some been, more? Metro, I've Boomer been playing some more. I've been playing OU Went with Drake nonstop. <laughs> it's
0: a good. So I, That song, um, also the one with 21 Savage, um, They Want Me Dead, or Want Me Dead. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, On my end, I have at three, Lil Durk, Almost Healed. Um, At two, I have Lil Uzi, Pink Tape. And at one, surprisingly enough to me, um, is Gunna, A Gift and a Curse, mainly because I keep going back to listen to Rodeo Drive because I love the part when Gunna's like, yeah, it's the young Gunna wanna, and I'm still a big P and a star like Dallas, like, okay. Okay, Gunna, Now, now you're showing off. You got a little bit of bars. Okay, we can, we can stay here a little bit longer. Those are hockey bars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Like real sports,
0: or or football bars, because they're they uh, star on the Dallas Cow- Cowboys helmet.
1: I know. But I they're they're the the Dallas. Yeah, they're I didn't even Dallas think about stars. that.
0: Though. damn, Gunna, you might be at number one for longer. Damn, is let, hockey? See. Is hockey real sports? Um, no, hockey's not real sports. <laughs> <laughs> that's not real sports. No, not at all. Damn. I don't care. I don't care how much shout out Bobby Manning and uh, Jordan Shepard. I don't care how much they want to talk about it in the group chat. Not real sports. What if,
1: what, is... if Lil, what if Lil Uzi came out and was like, yo, go Flyers, love hockey. I appreciate Lil Uzi for
0: trying to expand his fan base. Gotcha. I'll see for what it is. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Um, next up, we are at our versus segment. We are comparing two Lil TJ songs, Calling My Phone featuring Black and uh, FN tell her which
1: song is better uh calling my phone is incredible like i know that that was i know that calling my phone was big and i'm pretty sure it was maybe a tiktok sound for a little while i don't i don't I have tiktok surprised. or use tiktok but i think it was i think that's little tj at his best like i love r&b little tj i love like i texted you in the middle of this new album i was like damn this this album making me sad and like honestly when when like sad little tj is an incredible incredible musician so i think calm my phone is is the one for me
0: yeah i i think what we're gonna get into is also the versatility that comes with little tj i don't really think that's really highlighted enough um but i have to choose the opposite side i have to choose fn um first of all the first 30 seconds kind of builds an atmosphere before Lil TJ even has like a real lyric um love that part uh also love that the hook is catchy um and I do like the R&B the oh I love you or oh you broke my heart Lil TJ but at the same time like we we, we got to talk about some hood shit sometimes and that's what FNN does also melodically as well so it kind of really fits into that um trap blues if you will like Lil Durk, Apollo uh, G like that kind of category and by the way um I, probably too early to say this but polo g and lil tj need to make an album asap because that would go crazy but anyway um on the other side of this commercial break we will be talking about Two 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 by lil tj and probably manifesting apology lil tj album so stick around after this commercial break yo this young lil album is the best of all time i can't wait to talk to taylor about it man this is gonna be the greatest thing ever yo yo what's good taylor how you doing
1: i hate this album <laughs> Do you have to clean your ears first? My girlfriend said everything I play in the car scares her. She said I lost all my taste. Clearly. And I need your help. Well, what am I supposed to do about it? You want me to order you Q-tips? No, I need hoodies. I need a beanie. I need t-shirts. I need you to help. All right, I'll see what I can do. I can send you this beanie, but everything else we're gonna have to see.
0: Introducing the 2023 Old Milk Collection. This collection comprised of hoodies, t-shirts, beanies, and stickers designed by Nate Sperlin is guaranteed to show everyone your superior style and taste. Man,
1: I hope Taylor doesn't scare the viewers with that bummy outfit. Oh, a bummy outfit today, look at that. No, I'm much better, the album sounded better, everything is better, all thanks to Old Milk.
0: Rush over to OldMilk.co to shop the 2023 Old Milk Collection today. All right. Thank you for sticking around through that commercial break. This is the Cat Podcast, once again, episode 409. And on this episode, we are talking about 222 by Lil TJ, 15 tracks, 46 minutes long, featuring Summer Walker, The Kid Leroy, 5 4 and Jadakiss, NBA Youngboy, Polo G, and Coco Jones. Join the conversation in the comments below. That being said, Taylor, what were your first initial thoughts on two two two?
1: I think this is a really good album. Honestly, like, and I told you this coming into it, I, I like, I'm not gonna lie and say I'm the biggest little TJ fan in the world. I also don't like dislike little TJ. I've always been pretty impartial. I've heard the songs that are big enough to come through, whether that's viral on social media or they're just big enough because they're they're big enough. But I mean, after a few listens on this, it's it's a good album and obviously going back to last year when when Lil TJ was shot and people were kind of monitoring his like you know if he, if he was gonna pull through or not from afar on social media I think that that was that was such a big deal on Twitter at one point point. and so to hear him really like address all of that completely completely directly is so big and it's not this it's not this front where it's this super, this super like aggressive album like oh like you tried to get me and couldn't it's like it gets really into exactly, obviously, there's a song that breaks down exactly what happened. And then it's also like dealing with everything leading up to it and everything after that, whether that's like emotionally, music wise, the whole, the whole like uh, range of things that the whole fallout from something like that is addressed. And I think that Lil TJ is a really versatile artist and and handled really heavy subject matter um, in a great way on this project.
0: Yeah, I I like that you talk about how he could have made a complete right turn and just tried to be a drill artist because he's for lack of like for better or for worse, he's basically living the life of a drill artist being shot however many times and almost like not making it, which we're glad to see him make it through. Um, But I, I appreciate that he still understands who he is as an artist. Um, I think it's really tempting for artists to, whatever they go through, kind of like shift their music towards that image or what um, the events that they've gone through could, how that could influence their image, I probably should say. That's probably the better way to say it. But I do, again, like I do appreciate that. I think the track listing here is beautiful. Um, The first four tracks in particular, because we have the typical Rags to Riches story, um, like uh, Night Shift um i i like when Low tj gets into that bag I, it's motivational he has a naturally charismatic voice as well so that helps a long way to that motivation as well then we get to oh there's a problem june 22nd um when he gives us the perspective the play-by-play of what happens the day that he gets shot seven times and then the third and fourth tracks seem to be the aftermath after that so i think that's really really brilliant um and then after that we then get a equally intentional project um for the remaining 11 tracks Um, I appreciate that you could really tell that he really, really cared about this project. Um, out of I've listened to all four projects, um, from Destined to Win, True to Myself, Um, State of Emergency, and now Two Two Two. And I just realized that the 222, okay. So the 222 might mean like this is the third album with the word two. In the title, but that's ne- neither here or there. I just realized that I just pro- I literally processed that. But anyway, um, really intentional. Um, I like how Heartfelt Soul is a really good example of how charismatic TJ's voice is. Um, as soon as he says heartfelt soul, I'm in mean, like that. That's just a good song. It's in the playlist. It, it doesn't matter what happens after that. Um, additionally, I like how he lays his vocals under Summer Walker's vocals on uh stress during Summer Walker's part that really shows intentional, uh intentional detail as well. Um I also like the versatility. Again, we do get the love songs. We do get um the songs where he's being more vulnerable, but then we also get some of the drill songs, which I really appreciate how, despite this specific album, uh State of Emergency, what I'm talking about, uh being trash, that's the one where he just basically sang, oh, there a whole bunch of drill beats, and it was kind of messy. Um, He didn't completely abandon it, but he didn't completely double down on what he was doing either. He kind of adjusted to it, and I really appreciate that because I really do like listening to, um, Lil T J on drill beats. I think that the Lil T J and Pop Smoke songs were some of the best Pop Smoke and Lil T J songs of both of their careers. Um, so to hear 504 and keep the same energy, um, or be a good stand-in for good replacement, I should say, for Pop Smoke, um, is really really important, um, especially for Lil T J, 504, and also for the um pers- perseverance of drill music. Um, I really like that as well. Um, overall, well done album. I one of the strongest albums i've heard so far this year
1: yeah you you touched on it with his voice um like being a he has a he does have a charismatic voice and he has a natural charisma that that cuts through a lot of different things that you know a lot of artists when they have get features or they they're trying to dip their toe into certain you know pools of music or sounds or or feelings and I think I think my favorite part of Lil TJ on this album and just in general is that he trusts himself as an artist and he trusts that charisma to do exactly what he is going to do. He understands what he needs to do and then kind of like it makes a nice – like carves out a nice path for the future to exist in his world as opposed to doing the opposite. There's nothing like – And obviously we know that certain songs start off as like for certain people and then they end up on someone else's album, which is why you might get a song on a young Thug album that sounds like a Travis Scott song, or you might get a, you know, a song on a Drake album that sounds like it should have been on Amigos album or something like that. Right. I think that on this album, this is without a doubt a little TJ album that other people are getting on. And I think that there's plenty of times that he could have tried to, you know like make this song that's like almost for someone else and bring them onto it but but you have something like like the ones the first two features with with Summer Walker and Kid Leroy those are two like emotional song makers and, and who can you know sing but also like get into little pockets and little flows and stuff and i think that's like perfect for for little tj because he does that so well already and so he kind of invites a lot of these features into his world and that works because he is charismatic and he is good enough to do that and he doesn't have to like the only song that he really matches energy with a feature like that it is is blah blah with Fabio foreign but like that's his lane too. It's not just it's not like he's coming from somewhere else. It's like, no, he he like he's in the New York drill scene already. And there's arguments to be made that like is still the biggest New York drill artist. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like right now. So he nothing on this project feels out of place or like he's trying to do something that he shouldn't. And it's it's all it's it's just impressive that he can coexist with features so well, but then carry like like that first four track run that we were talking about like he starts the album off completely by himself and and he's like more like his abilities and what he does on those songs is more than enough to keep you interested you're not like searching through the track list being like all right like when when is the when's the jada kids feature coming or when is when is kid Leroy around the corner so it's like all right i'm gonna skip to that song or i'm just kind of like getting through these ones to get to that point like he starts off with four like very deep very heavy songs that that pull you in and keep you there yeah, for sure.
0: I I think the whole tracklist is strong. Um, there, are, and I think it's very important to emphasize that none of the songs here are trash. There are some songs that are. Just not for me, but I recognize the greatness in them. Uh, for example, stress. Like I probably won't be playing that again. It's just not for me, but I recognize that there is a certain audience out there that's gonna love that song. Um, probably similar to the audience that likes calling my phone, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, some things I also want to get to in terms of features: um, Jada Kiss and Lil TJ. First of all, the connection of generations is really, really important for hip hop, especially now. Um, but the connection on the song is really well as well. I, I really good as well. Um, I really appreciate Lil TJ going back, getting a New York legend to basically create a New York song, a New York moment. Um, I love the fact, and going to your point, actually, Taylor, about how the features complement Lil TJ. I love Project Walls because it's a drill beat, first off, and Youngboy could come in, be aggressive as fuck, and nail it. But for Youngboy to match Lil TJ's energy singing on his verse instead of having that aggressiveness that we like from Youngboy... On the drill beat, the beat that you should be the most aggressive on is really impressive. It shows the artistry of um the amazing talent, the artistry of both artists. Um, the one thing I do have to say, um, is I didn't like the auto tune on Polo G's voice on Beat the Odds Part Two. Um, first of all, I have kind of mixed feelings on that song being remixed into a part two because I thought it was a really strong single when it came out last year. Um, but That being said, I do like when the auto tune is kind of removed, like middle in the middle of the verse from Polo G's voice, and I think that is where Polo G really Polo G really shines. um, Versus, I don't think I don't think Polo G really needs any help to sing. Like I think he has a good voice, so that's kind of confusing to me. Um, And my last thing before I hand it back to you, Taylor, I just love the vulnerability um, on Foster Baby. I think it's really interesting that June twenty second really gave us a play by play of the night that tragedy struck and it's not the most vulnerable song on the album. I think that really shows Lil T.J.'s talent because Foster Baby is the most vulnerable song, him talking about him being adopted um, and everything that comes with that. Also like some trials and tribulations growing up, um, additional trials and tribulations growing up, really, really impressive. Um, overall, really a complete album from Lil T.J. And really from here, I, I think it's just, how do you continue to remain consistent doing this is my question.
1: Yeah, no, then that's a, that's a great question. That's a question that I think we have for her, you know, uh, every, every hip hop artist at this point, except for a handful who have been doing it long enough to be like, all right, yeah, you already kept it up that long. That's why, like like if you if you ask me if you're like what do you think of the last five years of Drake music I'm like it's not my favorite but like he had 10 years before that that was like that is my favorite you know what I mean like he did it long enough where it's like all right I'm still gonna like he he's still one of my favorites and it's like built off a of foundation that you can you can have some like maybe not swings and misses but you can have some points that are like a little little more empty but I think this album I think this I think this album is kind of pretty mature for what I would have. It's not. I don't want to say what I would have expected, but I think it's a mature album in the sense that it 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 does feel intentional, and there is a there's a high level of understanding of who Little TJ is as an artist, and also like revealing how things went through the music as opposed to making it, because because it it used to be like we learned so much from artists through the music, like. I'm sure you had the same experience growing up, but like you like learned about different parts of the country just by listening to music. And now it's like, everything is on the internet. Everything is social. media. So we're learning like the personal stuff about some of these artists before we ever like really get two or three projects in. So we know like everything about their life before we, they get to tell us, how they want to tell us. I mean, the amount of stuff that like we learned about, you know, like, like Jay-Z or like you go back to, or even early, like, like Kanye music. It's like, you're learning about this person because like they're giving you the information and you're getting their side. And it's not just like this, like everything is like this expose on the internet where it's like, are right, you get a tweet here, tweet there, article here, article there. Someone makes a YouTube video. And then you feel like, you know, everything about an artist after one single. So I think, this project is refreshing in that way that it really addresses like everything that's happened in the last year through the music. And it addresses it clearly through the music and it addresses it through good music. It's not just like this, like throwaway beat that someone gets on there for three minutes and just like tells you everything that happened. And then you're like, Oh, all right. It's like building songs based around, things that happen in real life and that's like ultimately what what all music is but especially and specifically like hip-hop that's what it's built on it's like taking real life and and turning it into poetry with with you know like in in, on this project there's a bunch of different types of instrumentals on it there's a bunch of different type of beats so it gives different feelings so that's kind of like my my overarching reaction to this is i was just really really impressed by how solid this project was and this can kind of like lend itself to the, to the sustainability conversation that we have at the end of every episode. But like stuff like this sticks way more than if, if like he had just like made a whole, you know, 17 tracks worth of, yeah, yeah. Like you almost got me, but you didn't get me. And now I'm like, now I'm coming for you. And you know, there's still moments like that that I'm sure we'll get from Letizia. Like this isn't over. Like we're going to get the, This song where you like, you know, you from the first second, you're like, all right, I know what kind of song this is. And that's great. That's that's why what you're that's why this genre is so powerful, because you can do so many different things within it. But I think this album is like the perfect way to address everything that's happening, even his press run that he's been on right now, like doing the actual like radio interviews to to add that context. It just feels like a this feels like a release from a time like like maybe like six seven eight years ago where it's like all right yeah we're definitely in the streaming era we're definitely in this era where you're getting a bunch of different people with verses sent in via email you're not in the studio for all this but it's just like handling it in a really in a really refreshing mature way that i like a lot
0: yeah social media basically killed vulnerability in music um is basically the overarching point of what i got from that um but what are your favorite tracks on Lil TJ's 222? Two, two, two?
1: So, that the, the little stretch we talked about, um, June 22nd, Nobody and Scared to Be Lonely, that's my favorite stretch on the whole album. So, those are my top three, and then Hole in My Heart with Jada Kiss. Like, I love Jada Kiss. His voice, the mix on his voice sounds like he's sitting right next to you, which is incredible. <laughs> like you hear, like his, he obviously has like a very gravelly voice, mm-hmm. and like that, that cuts through perfectly, and that's what makes him him. So those are my four. June twenty second. Nobody scared to be lonely and hold my heart.
0: Yeah. For me, I have night shift, uh, heartfelt soul, Foster baby, Project Wolves, featuring NBA be a young boy and blah blah featuring Javier Ford. It's interesting because like I don't know. These just there's just so many different dimensions to this album like I, I don't think anyone could really have a bad mix of songs that they're saying are their favorites on this album because I think everything would be justified in their oh, own way
1: right it's, it's a good mix and it's not sporadic either it's not yeah. just like all right I made a bunch of different songs at a bunch of different time periods and threw them all at the wall in a track list and said here you go it's like no it, it touches on a bunch of different stuff but it's definitely all pulling in the same direction
0: I also think you would feel differently about this album if it was 20 tracks instead of 50. Yes.
1: 60. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because
0: that filler would definitely dilute some of the message here. Um, all right. So how are we going to rate this album based on personal playback value and objective playback value?
1: So I'll start objective. I, I think the song with summer Walker stressed has the chance to really pull this along, especially if, if any of these get turned into a TikTok sound, I think it has the legs to last for a couple weeks. In in a real way for a couple weeks, which which is a long long time, especially if Drake drops in the next couple weeks, which yeah, apparently we have right, we have Travis coming, Drake's coming, Metro Boomin and Futures around the corner. So like we have a bunch of heavy hitters around the corner. So a couple weeks is definitely nothing to be like ashamed of here. So I think I think this has a couple of couple of weeks objectively for me. This is another album that I want to like really really try my hardest to keep this in rotation, and so. I'm gonna say for me, I'll give it I'm gonna keep this in rotation, like make a concerted effort to keep this in rotation for the next month. And if it sticks, it'll definitely stick for longer after that. So I'll say a couple weeks objectively, depending on you know the drop schedule. And then for me, I'm 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 keeping it in my rotation for at least a month, and we'll see what happens from there.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting because, first of all, um, a couple of things that I forgot about Lil TJ. He does really well streaming numbers wise. um, And additionally, his albums, from what I checked on Billboard before we got on, kind of stay on for like 44, I think the lowest is 44 weeks besides State of Emergency, which we all agree is trash. Um, So objectively, I have two months. I also think that, again, we have Drake, we have uh Travis Scott, we have Future and Metro come in. So that might throw a wrench into it but i think in a vacuum actually in a vacuum i might go three or four months but with everything being considered i'll say two months personally i'll say a month because again we have well i'm not really that excited about travis scott or drake really but if future and metro is what future what i expect from future and metro that we're we're just clearing out the whole cabinet like yeah we might not yeah
1: we might not have to do another episode after that
0: (laughs) no that might be the season premiere the season wrap um but yeah Thank you for watching the Cat Podcast. This has been episode 409. Let us know your opinion of 222 in the comments below. Do us a favor, hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Old Milk Media. And check out all the Old Milk content on oldmilk.co. That being said, we will probably be back next week if Travis Scott drops, but if not, we'll be back when hip hop tells us to be. And we are out.